discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. Now, one of the things that destroys a lot of Christians in their attempts to hear the word is downness of hearing. Downness of hearing. I'm showing you some of the things that prevents your faith from working. Okay? I showed you about unbelief. Two types. I showed you the first one. Unbelief that is due to lack of knowledge of God's word. I showed you how important the knowledge of God's word is. Without it, you will not be delivered. You will not have the experience you are supposed to have. Nothing good will happen around you. Even though God has provided all the good things that you need in your life. And I'm showing you now that you, you must hear the word in order to have faith. In order to cure yourself of this unbelief. In your attempt to hear the word, there are things that can prevent you from hearing. The first one is downness of hearing. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 9. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 9. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation to all them that obey him. Called of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Next verse. Then it says, of whom we have many things to say. This is Paul talking to the Hebrew church. He says, of Melchizedek, I have many things to say. And hard to be uttered. It is hard to say. I can't say it. Why? Seeing you are dull of hearing. It is hard to utter. Why? Why is it hard? You see, so the problem is not with the preacher. Don't say the preacher cannot preach. When, when I went, I didn't hear anything. How did you go? How did you went? <laughs> you have Christians just walking like this to church, taking a comfortable seat, looking at the preacher as he's preaching, and then they start going off. They start sleeping. You are not ready to have faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But it's not, it's not casual. It is active. It is. Concerning this, we have much to say, which is hard to explain. Since you have become dull in your spiritual hearing, and sluggish, even slothful in achieving spiritual insight. Sluggish. Slothful. Lazy in what? Achieving spiritual insight. Like the desire to know is not there. All this, all the things, building, this one, light, camera, speaker, whatever, is for one purpose, so that we can hear the word. So that faith can come to you. So that your life can be better. Why should you walk in and go out the same? It should never make a choice. Okay? That I will never walk into the house of God and go back the same. I always walk back with faith in my heart. Spiritual sluggishness. This is hard. 
One day, Jesus was preaching in Matthew chapter 13. And as he was preaching, the, the disciples realized that he was using only parables to speak to the people. He was speaking to the people only in parables. So they asked him, Master, why do you teach the people in parables? Why do you speak to the people in parables? Look at Jesus' answer. Do you know parables? Have you, do you understand Jesus' parables? As of now, a lot of us don't understand Jesus' parables. There are many parables that we don't understand. The ones he didn't explain, we don't understand. The ones he explained, we understand. But most of the ones he didn't explain, it's coded, highly coded. It's like you need a lot of things to encode it. Why was he teaching the normal people with parables when he could have easily spoken plainly to them? He didn't. Let's read King James. Matthew 13, Matthew 13 verse 11. So we're asking him, go to verse 10. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? Why? Can't you speak plainly? Next verse. He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it is not given. Why? Next verse. For whosoever has, to him shall be given. I'm coming. Okay. Whosoever has shall, he, he, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever has not, from him shall be taken away, even that he has. So if you don't know much, he says, what you have can, will be taken away from you. <laughs> Some other time. Then he says, therefore speak unto them in parables. So he's going to say why he's speaking to them in parables. Because they see see not. Why is he using parables to teach them? Because they see see not. And hearing, they hear not. And neither do they understand Why? Next verse. Next verse. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which he say, which saith, By hearing you shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing you shall see, and shall not perceive. Continue. Why? Why, why are they not why are they seeing and not seeing? Why are they hearing and not hearing? For this people's heart is what's gross. This is the reason. It is the people's fault. For this people's heart is what is what's what? Gross. Their heart is heavy. They are not ready for God. They are not ready to hear anything from God. And their ears are dull of hearing. Their ears are dull of hearing. And their eyes, they have closed. So why is the message not coming the way it's supposed to come? Because the people have closed their eyes, they have closed their ears. Not just physically, but spiritually. He's talking about spiritual closure of eyes and spiritual closure of ears. You've tuned out. You are texting... Once the message is coming, you have a long way to go, sister. You will go to church for a long time, but faith never came to you. You were hearing the word, but you didn't hear and hear. So faith never came to you. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I beg you with with God. Don't joke with, with the word. Joke with every other thing. Don't joke with the word. I beg you. You should cry when you don't understand the word. You should. You should be highly concerned when you can't understand the word. You can't understand what is being said and you can't appreciate it. You should be concerned. Like, there's something wrong with me. Lord, I, I, something is wrong. Please help me. Help me open my eyes. Help me open my ears. Wow. Don't text when you're in church. Text me. Yes. What's that? Don't send a message when you're in church. Put your phone off. Put your phone on silence. Put your phone off. 
Spend time with here though. Here. Faith is coming to you as you are preaching to you. Faith for what you need in your life. What you need. It's not going to change. That trouble is not going to change by your uncle. Hey. It's not going to change by a certain job that you have. It's not all. Maybe you've not, you've not realized life yet. Wake up. Hey. You need to hear the way. It says, their heart is washed gross. Their ears are done of hearing. Their eyes are closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes. And hear with their ears. And hear, and, and hear with their And should understand with their heart. And should be converted and I should heal them. It depends on them. At any time they can open their eyes. At any time they can open their ears. And they'll be converted and I'll heal them. They'll get their results if only they hear. And see. At any time. It's up to them. It says, I preach to them in parables because of them. Paul said, it is hard to say, seeing you are dull of hearing. You are sluggish. There's no interest. There's no interest. You look at the people, they are not ready. They are not ready to hear. So you cut your message short and you leave a lot of things. I can tell you the number of messages I've preached in certain places that I didn't, I didn't preach all. Because the people were not interested. Sometimes if you listen to some of my messages, you hear me say, why are you sleeping? Wake up. Are you interested in what I'm saying? It's like we have to pass jokes in order for people to come alive. You are dull of hearing. Sluggish. Spiritually sluggish. Slothful. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. He says, be not slothful. Don't be lazy. Spiritually lazy. Eh? That ye be not slothful. But followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Don't be slothful. Don't be, don't be a lazy Christian. No Bible. Nothing. You don't read it. Nothing. You have a long way. Just faith business and the joy of walking with the Lord will be extracted from your life. The joy of having your needs supplied. What, what a realm, what a place to have your needs, every need supplied. When the Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. It is true. I have tasted of it. It is true in my life. I have tasted of it. That word is a lamp unto my feet and a light for my path. I have tasted of it. It has guided me in life. I have seen friends fall off. Yeah. Have issues. Get stuck in life. People who sit in room chairs cannot change. It doesn't change for years. They bought that sitting room chair 25 years ago. It has been in their room for 25 years. It can't change. Nothing can change around them. They are getting their paper. Nothing is happening. No development. They are going thus far. Just thus far. They go and then they come down. Then they go and then they come down, and then it's like it's going and it comes down. But that's not your life. The path of the just and the shining light that shines brighter and brighter and on brighter onto the perfect day, upwards and forwards only. As the years go by, you flourish yet more and more. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. That is your life. But because you, it's like there's no, you, you're not, what will bring you change you, you don't like? Wow. Don't be like that. Spiritual downness. The word to cure you, to cure you of everything, to cure you of your problems, to cure you of many things and bring into your life all the goodies that God has for you. Make you see what is most important in life. You will become wise. It will make you wise. It says the scriptures are able to make you wise. To make you wise unto salvation. Yeah. 
to go for the knowledge of God's word. Do you understand? There's a way to there's a way to receive the word. And I want to show you. If you want to cure spiritual downness, you must learn how to receive the word. Can I show you how to receive the word? If you want faith to come to you, you must receive the word. Not passively, but actively. You have to, brother. You have to subscribe. You can come and go and come and go and come and go and come and go. Five years. Come, go and go and go and come and go and come and go and come and go. Ten years. Twenty years. Nothing will change. You see that your life is going. You can be a pastor. Your life will be going down. You can be an archbishop. Your life will be going down. You can be whatever, whatever title they've given to you in the church, but you'll be going down. You know, recently I was with some bishops somewhere, and we're talking about, you know, one of them was talking about a video he was watching of their pastor preaching 20 years ago. Okay, this is 97, 20 something years ago. And as he was preaching, they saw some of the pastors who were there with them. They, are, they, were, all, they were all pastors at that time. And how that none of them are in the ministry right now. They are not preaching, they are not pastors any longer. So being a pastor today does not mean you'll be a pastor in the next ten years. Yeah, if you slack with that, if you slack with the word of God, you fall out. The Lord knows how to work around you. You fall out. Oh yeah. You fall out quickly. Saul was anointed for two years. He lost the anointing after two years and ruled for thirty eight years without without the anointing of God's spirit. Ruled so many years. So you can have the title, but then you've lost your function, you've lost what you've lost the word because of your spiritual sluggishness, spiritual slowness. I'm tired. What's all this? They are talking too long. The thing is, listen, when it comes to length of time in a meeting, never think about it. As a child of God, as a Christian, never think about ah, why are they not closing? They have chair. This church power, they, they chair power. We are chairing. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Am I not sharing the word of God with you? Yeah. Am I not functioning with the Holy Spirit? Yeah. If the Holy Spirit says, hold on, hold them for some time, who am I to say to my boss that the people are angry? Let me leave them so that they can go. Who am I? And I'm not foolish. The Holy Spirit is also not foolish. He will not keep you here till 10 p.m. He will not keep you here till 10 p.m. But he needs a little, t- a little more time. There was a day Saul wanted to offer a sacrifice before going for war. And the prophet was supposed to come at a certain time. The offering was supposed to be at 3 p.m. And as at 3 p.m., the, the preacher had not come. The prophet had not come. Samuel had not come. And the people were leaving the sacrifice. Saul was worried. He was like, hey, what's, what's, where is the, he's not coming. He's not coming. We need to do something. We need to do something. We need to do something. And then he went in, entered the office of the, prof, the, the priest, and offered the sacrifice. As soon as he was done with the offering, the prophet came. The priest came, and he told, the, he told him, Saul, thou hast done foolishly. You couldn't wait for some time. You couldn't wait for some time. Because he couldn't wait, he lost the kingdom of God. He was the one sent by God to sit. He, it was his throne that Jesus was supposed to sit on. Not the throne of David. It was the throne of Saul. Saul lost it because of time. He couldn't wait. He couldn't wait. Yeah, he couldn't wait because of the people, what the people thought, and what the people said, and what the people. You have to be very careful. Okay, you are dealing, you are dealing with the Holy Spirit, the same God you pray to. Lord, do something for my life. It's the same God you are despising when you are in the house of God. Same God. You think He doesn't see it? He sees it. Change. Tell me about change. change. Humble yourself. 
whether they are staying for one hour, two hours, three hours, what, what are you going to do at home? You are going to watch porn and sleep. What is wrong with you? You are going to have a terrible place. You don't complain when you are watching a movie for many hours. You don't complain. Nothing. You don't relax. David said, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Dwell. 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 Tell about dwell. Dwell. Be around. Be around. Do you like my message or you don't like my message? Are you angry with me or you're not angry with me? Yeah. Stay. Arrive early, stay long. Arrive early, stay long. Arrive early, stay long. Every aspect of the ministry, the meeting is for you. Yeah. The, the opening prayer is for you. You realize that the whole week you've not prayed. It's the opening prayer that will pray for 15 minutes that you will pray for one week. If you miss it, you've not prayed. You will not pray throughout the week. And then you will not pray the next week. And then you will not pray. And then you, you are drying up spiritually. Drying up over the, over the years. And your faith will not work. And you wonder. You are asking questions. Well, I've been around for a long time. Nothing is happening for me. Even following the devil is, is good. Following Satan is nice. Yes, following Satan is easy. Oh, people say following Satan is easy. If it's very easy. He will prosper you. All you need to do is to open your legs for that man. That's all you need to do. But you always forget that there always comes at a price. The devil never gives free lunch, free toffees. Never. Never. He doesn't. It's always, there's always a cost. You may not get the cost today, but it will come as the years go by. He will let you know that uh, you need to pay for what I gave to you the last time. Ah, but I thought it was a gift. Sorry. In my kingdom, we don't do gifts. We don't do gifts. There's no gift of something from Satan. Satan does not give gifts. Only Jesus gives gifts. Hallelujah. So how? How do I receive the word? How do I receive the word? How can I have the word? A life where you look around and it's, it's like there's no problem. You have too much peace. And you are like, ah, what, what, what is going on? You have too much peace. There's, there are things that are not working around you, but you, you are in the peace of God. The peace that surpasses all understanding is working in your life. And you're wondering, hey, Charlie, a place like this exists there. Yeah, you are not a lot of chaos. Life in Christ does not mean a life without chaos. A lot of chaos, but then peace. In the midst of the storm, walking on the water in the midst of the storm. Whilst they were walk, they were they were facing the storm, Jesus was walking on the water. Peter said, Bid me come. He said, Come. When he told him to come, he acted on the word. And when he acted on the word, he started walking on the water. Yeah. That's that is Christianity. Walking on water in the midst of waves and enjoying life. Yeah. Enjoy that is Christianity. Enjoying life. Things are not happening in a certain way. But you are okay. You are fine. And you are making the changes gradually. Making changes. Making changes. Making changes. Making changes. You must hear. To cure this kind of unbelief, right? You must open your spiritual eyes and ears. To receive the knowledge of God's word. You have to. Now, how do you open your spiritual eyes and how do you open your spiritual ears in order for the knowledge of God to come, in order for your unbelief to be cured, in order for your faith to work? How do you cure yourself? Do you want to know how? How many of you want to know how? Okay. Beautiful. If you have your Bible with you, I want you to turn to Acts chapter 17, verse 10 to verse 12. And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who came in there? Went into the synagogue of the Jews. So Paul and si- Paul and his companions went to the synagogue. And when they got there, next verse, 
He says, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica. These people in Berea were more noble. What does it mean to be noble? I can see the word working in your life. You will produce results. Listen, the word will work for you. You will see the joy of having the word of God work in your life. You will see it. Practically in your life. You will see the word of God working on your behalf. Bringing you into glory. Accomplishing many things around you. Yeah, you will, you will, you will, you will. I said you will. You will. You will. You will not walk through this life clueless. You will not walk through this life as, as a defeated member of the body of Christ. You are a victor. You walk in this life as a victor, not as a victim. You will not be victimized in this world. You will be a victor. You will rule this world by the power of the Holy Ghost and through the word of God. Because of all the things that you are hearing. Oh, hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout. What does it mean to be noble? Having or showing fine, pers- fine personal qualities or high moral principles. Having or showing fine personal qualities or high moral principles. These guys were very high in terms of moral principles. They were, they were noble. I want to say someone is of noble birth. Do you understand? It means he's of a certain high degree, a certain class. These guys showed class. Basically, that's what I'm trying to tell you. They showed class. Eh? You know what it means to show class as a Christian? A classic Christian. How many of you want to be a classic Christian? He's going to show you. These are more noble than those in Thessalonica. Those in Thessalonica were not noble at all. In that they received the word of God with all readiness of mind. They received the word of God with all readiness of mind. And searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. They received the word of God with readiness of mind. Now the Amplified enlightens us. Go to the next verse. Okay, go to the next verse. Verse 11. Verse 12, I mean. King James. King James. Therefore, many of them believed. Because of how they received the word, it says they believed. Also of honorable women, which were Greeks, and, men, and of men, not, few, not a few. Therefore, many of them believed. Why? How did they believe? They believed because of how they received the word. Now, how did they receive the word? Amplified, verse 11. Kila Radaba. It's easy to walk in faith. When you have knowledge of God's word, it's very easy. It's nice. The word is working in you. You know. Why are people, not, why are people criticizing being, uh, 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 speaking in tongues and are not speaking in tongues? They are Christians who don't speak in tongues. Because they don't know about tongues. They don't know about it. They've not, they don't have the knowledge of God's word concept. If you, if you knew about it, you, you would be happy to speak it. If you knew what it would do for you, you'd be so excited. I shared on uh, um, five minutes of pastor, 10 benefits of speaking in tongues. You will, you will hear things that will bless you. <sighs> you will not be high up in the spirit without speaking in tongues. It's not possible. There's a certain spiritual stature you will not arrive at if you don't speak in tongues. You need to speak in tongues. You have to. Yeah. Now, these Jews were better disposed and more noble than those in Thessalonica. Why? For they entirely they were entirely ready. So number one, they were ready. They were ready. How do you open your spiritual ears and spiritual eyes? Be ready. Do you understand what it means to be ready? 
to be prepared. Isn't it? So you are coming to church. Hmm? You are coming to church ready. Ready for it. Ready to receive the word. Not coming to come and sleep. Do you get it? So you make sure you've had enough rest the day before. You wake up early. Prepare yourself. Your preparation. God always told them, prepare to meet me. Every time. You, before you meet God, he says, prepare. Tell the children of Israel to prepare. To make themselves ready to meet me. Every time. He tells them, prepare. How do you prepare? Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Get ready for it. I'm, I'm ready to receive the word of God. They were ready. Number two, he says, and accepted and welcomed the message. They accepted and welcomed the message. What does it mean to accept and welcome the message? First Thessalonians chapter two. I'm showing you some things that you do to open your eyes spiritually and open your ears spiritually in order to hear, so that you not be dull of hearing. Are you getting it? Yeah. Number one is what? Be ready. Be ready. Tell me about be ready. Be ready. Be ready. As you are coming, you are coming with enthusiasm. You are ready. ready. You are coming. I can't wait to hear what God has to say to me today. I can't wait to receive some more. I can't wait. I can't wait. When you are getting ready, you see, when you are getting ready uh, 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 to go somewhere, it is intentional, isn't it? You you brush your teeth. You take a shower. You start preparing. you, you, You iron your clothes. You dress. You do the same thing for the Lord. Don't wait till Sunday morning and then you're wondering which dress should I wear, which red is that. You are not ready. You are not ready for the feast. Are you in the church or you are not in the church? Nobody should compare you to the house of God. Nobody. Listen, don't let anybody come and pick you up. Don't let, if you are sitting here, don't let anybody come and pick you up. It means you are not ready. You should be ready. Don't let anybody pick you up. I'm coming, I'm coming on my own. I'm going to be there on my own. Yeah. Ready. They were ready. And in the meeting, they were attentive. Says they had great inclination of mind. They were attentive. They were paying attention. I'll show it to you. First Thessalonians chapter 2. Or else you don't receive faith. <laughs> it's like listening to messages. When you're listening to messages and you are not ready for it, it will pass here. You, you will listen and listen and you will say, oh, faith is coming to me. No, he says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing. Reverend George preached was it here? Yeah. Hearing and hearing. The hearing of faith. Hearing and hearing. Hearing and paying attention. There's a certain attention. You must be attentive to what's going on. And you must be ready to receive what is coming to you. Voraciously receive the word. Look at this. First Thessalonians chapter 2. Verse 13, he says, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing. Because when you receive the word of God, when you receive the word of God, the word received here is paralambano. Uh, it means to, to take voraciously. Do you understand? It means to be interested in what is being said. Be interested in what is being done. Being around. Your eyes are open. You are ready. You are accepting what is coming. He says, you received the word of God which you heard of us. When you receive the word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of faith, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. He says you didn't receive it as the word of men, but the word of God. You received it as the, as the word of God. Just imagine if God were here talking to you. How would you, how would you be interested? Would you sleep? Would you be interested? Yeah, God is here talking to you every Sunday, every Wednesday, every time you are listening. 
He's talking to you. Educating you. You received it. Not as the word of men. The word received, the second word received is different from the first word received. The second one is dekomai. It means to take and make it yours. To personalize it. You personalize it. You didn't say, ah, as he was preaching, I, I thought this person should have been here to listen. No, it's, it's for you. Whenever you do that, you are not going to be blessed. The word is for you. Tell me about the word is for you. So they were ready. Number two, they accepted the word. Number three, he says, they had the inclination of mind. Eh? For they were entirely ready and accepted and welcomed the message concerning the attainment to Christ of eternal salvation in the kingdom of God with inclination of mind. Inclination of mind. That means they were attentive. They were attentive. They were listening. So if you want your spiritual eyes and ears to be open, be attentive. That's all. Because your physical eyes are connected to your spiritual eyes. That is why if you want to see spiritually, you close your eyes physically. When you close your eyes physically, what you see goes beyond the room. Do you know what I'm talking about? If you want to see beyond what is here, close your eyes. When you close your eyes, you see beyond what is happening around you. Your spiritual eyes start... The spiritual eyes. The eyes of your understanding. The eyes of your spirit. Your, your eyes... Your, your spirit man is the same as your physical body here. Okay? That's why you fit into your body. Your head is up to this point, spiritually speaking. Your nose is up to this point, spiritually speaking. Yeah. Your spirit being, your spirit man is just like you sitting here. God does not have a physical body. But we are made after his image and after his likeness. And because he looks like this. He has two eyes, two legs, two hands, two everything. Do you get it? So your physical eyes are connected to your spiritual eyes. Your physical ears are connected to your spiritual ears. If you pay attention, your spirit will hear it. If you look, your eyes, your spiritual eyes will pick it up. If your eyes are closed whilst the word is coming, you don't get much. Number four, eagerness. And eagerness with inclination of mind and eagerness. What does it mean to be eager? Yeah, eagerness. Strongly wanting to do or have something. Strongly wanting to do or have something. Keenly expectant or interested. Keenly expectant. Or interested. Or interested. Showing intense desire. Eager. So he says, as the word of God is coming, receive it with eagerness. Intense desire. Ah. When you are supposed to stand up, stand up. When you are supposed to shout, shout. Do you understand? Like, you are eager, you are interested. You want it, you like it, you love it. It's seen. <laughs> Do you know that your faith can be seen? Faith can be seen. If faith is coming to you, it can be seen. Acts chapter 14. Look at verse 8. Acts chapter 14, verse 8. And there sat a man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a crippled man, a crippled from his mother's womb, who never had walked. The same head Paul speak. As he heard Paul speak, look at it. He says, the same head Paul speak. And as Paul was speaking, he says, Paul steadfastly behold, beheld him. Who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. Paul perceived, he, he knew that the guy was receiving faith. And so he had faith to be healed. Faith can be perceived. It's dependent on your actions. As the word of God is coming. That's what the God's coming here. 
it is perceived that you are not interested, you are not eager, there's no faith coming actually to you. Faith is coming, but you, you are not receiving. Do you understand what I'm saying? No action. In Matthew chapter 2, verse 5, Mark chapter 2, verse 5, Jesus saw the faith of some people as he was preaching. Go to that place. When Jesus saw their faith, have you seen it? Go up. Let's, let's read from verse 3. They don't understand. Let's read from verse 3. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. He was preaching. Go to verse 2. And sure, when many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. So Jesus was in there. Go, go to verse 1. Oh, go to verse 1. And again, he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was known that he was in the house. So this is Jesus' house. Jesus went to his house. He went to, on a ministry tour and came back to his house. So Jesus had a house. Stop preaching that Jesus did not have a house. He had a house. So he, was, he came to his house in Capernaum. When he got to the house, people heard that he had come to Capernaum. He had come to the house. And when, when they heard they had come to the house, they, they came. They gathered at his door. So many people. And he preached the word unto them. So as we were preaching, so they were hearing the word. As we were preaching, 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 four guys remembered that they have a friend who is sick of the palsy. And they left the meeting and went to bring him. The guy was crippled. They left the meeting and went to bring the, their friend. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they came, they couldn't find a place to enter. So they took out his roof. Jesus was so rich. As we were taking out his roof, he didn't say, hey, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? No, as he saw them taking off the roof, the Bible says he saw their faith. <laughs> he was not angry. He was so rich. He, was, he didn't care about the roof. Climb out of the normal way of life. Eh? Well, when, when your child bashes your phone, that child is, in, is dead. Your child is holding your phone and drops it and the screen cracks. You slap him and beat him before you remember that is your son. Because you are living a terrestrial life. You are not living a heavenly life. You must live a heavenly life. Tell everybody you must live a heavenly life. Yeah, where money is not a problem. Yeah, it's not a problem. These things are not a problem. Oh, something happened to your... your, They are using the electricity. Let them use it. What's, What's the problem? Your house is like a desert. When you are going, you put off the taps so that nobody can enjoy the taps until you come back. You put on, hey, my friend, when you open the fridge, close the fridge quickly. Why, why are you opening the fridge so long? Why, why are you watching TV so Why? Everything, all the fans are on. All the, this, you see, you are living a terrestrial basic life. Hey! Climb up higher, climb up higher. Climb up higher. Well, you are not worried. You are not worried about some things. Yeah? Hallelujah. So as we were taking off his roof, verse 5 says, when Jesus saw their faith, Jesus could see their faith by their behavior in the service. He saw their faith, he said unto the sake of the palsy, son, thy sins be forgiven thee. He saw their faith. Don't receive the word of God passively, sluggishly. Don't be like that. You receive the word. Let us see your faith can be seen, your faith can be perceived as you hear. It can. It can, it can, it can by your eagerness, your eagerness, eh? your eagerness, your desire. I want to hear more. You are shouting as it is, as it is coming. When they say something that is nice, you don't say, Maybe I have bread, what's all this? You, you are not receiving. When it's time to shout, shout. When it's time to lift your leg, you lift your leg. When it's time to jump, you jump. Whatever 
righteous, you are just flowing, flowing, happy. You are receiving faith. And the day, when the day of crisis comes, you'll be surprised that some scriptures will start popping up. To start popping up. Pop, 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 pop. And you wonder, hey, did I know this? You'll be surprised. It will start popping up. It will start showing up. It will start bubbling forth. Bubbling forth. Because as it was coming, you were receiving it. And so it is in there. It is hidden in there. The day you require it, it will come up. It will come up hither. And you'll be able to use it to do what you need to do. You see that you can't but walk in faith. You don't say, I don't know what to do. No, you have knowledge. You, you will have knowledge. Yeah, you will have knowledge of God's word. Hallelujah. The last one is that they were searching the scriptures and examining the scriptures daily to see if those things were so. They were checking. So, cure your unbelief. Okay, open your spiritual eyes by checking. Eh? What is being said? When you write that note, when you go home, check it. Search it. Search it. Search. Find out what has been said. You are curing yourself of unbelief. Because until you know it, it's not going to work. If you don't know it, it's not going to work. If you don't know the scriptures concerning healing, that healing will not come. Because you have unbelief when it comes to healing. You've not heard the word of God concerning healing. You don't know the scriptures. You've not searched it. You've not taken advantage. You don't know where the scriptures are. If I ask you, what are the scriptures you can use for your healing? You may not be able to tell me. Even though it has been preached to you so many times. In August, I'm going to talk about supernatural accomplishment through divine health. I'm going to talk about a lot of things concerning our health and our healing and all of that. Okay? And you're going to practice it as well. Yeah. You take advantage of it. Write it down. Search it. Find out. How do I know so many scriptures? How do I know? I have searched it. It's not by osmosis. I have searched it. Yes. Actually, God is expecting you to be able to teach what you are taught to others. That is the expectation of God. He wants you to be able to teach it. Sometimes you have pastors who say, oh, I can't teach it. When you are called upon to teach it, you are like, I can't, I can't teach this. You can't teach it. You've been hearing it so many years. You can't teach it. There's something wrong. It means that you have not been searching. You actually don't have the knowledge. You have been hearing it, but you don't have the knowledge. Why? Because you've not been searching. Why? Because your spiritual eyes have been closed and your spiritual ears have been closed during all those times when you were hearing. You were dull of hearing. Yeah. If I pick a topic, you should be able to come up with some scriptures. Yeah, you should. As a child of God, you should. You should be able to come up with scriptures. As a child of God, not as a pastor, as a child of God. Last week I was telling you, I was going to bring you scriptures along many lines. Yeah. When we bring it to you, learn it. Learn it. Learn it. <laughs> okay? Learn it. Know it. Know it for yourself. It can be called up at any time. I have enough data so God can remind me of a lot of scriptures. I have enough data. I've read the word. Not casually. I'm still reading. I'm, I'm reading it actively. Not because I'm a preacher. For my life. Listen, I am more important than you. My life. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? You too, you are more important than me. My life is more important than you. My ministry to you. What is my ministry to you? Me, my life. 
and the preservation of my life is more important to me than, than ministering to you. <laughs> I, me knowing the word for myself is more important than I go and wait on God not because of you. I go and wait on God because of me. I want to be in the right balance. I want to be. He says, take heed of yourself before the people. Acts 20, 28. This is just by the way, but let's read it. Acts 20, 28. It's important. You are very important to the Lord. Take heed therefore unto yourselves. He was talking to preachers. Take heed to yourselves. Watch yourselves. Help yourself. Get the word for yourself. So I'm not doing it because of you. Do you understand? Pastor Rola, don't do it because of the people. Because you are going to teach in foundation school. Don't do it for them. Do it for you. For you. Yeah. Take heed of yourself first. As a child of God. Know it. If you don't know it, it will not work. Am I saying something that is not right? You can, you, if you don't know the scriptures concerning the communion, scriptures concerning communion, you will take it. You are actually taking biscuits and uh, Coca-Cola. That is all it is. That is what your body will recognize. Biscuits and Coca-Cola. It will not recognize Christ's body and Christ's blood. It won't. Because you don't have scriptures to that effect. You don't know the scriptures. It says you err because you know not the scriptures, nor the power of God. So you must search daily to see. It's important to what you are preached to, what you write. Don't write the notes and throw it away. No, don't write. Don't write the notes and throw it away. You are destroying your own self. You, see, you can't use my. I've told you, you can't use my faith. You have to use. Your, you have to have your own faith. Exactly. You have to have your own, and you have it. Feed it. How? By the word of God. Know it. Don't just know the latest fashion in town. Don't just know what happened on VGMA last night. Or know what happened with uh, Euro 2020. 2021. Don't, don't, that is not the only thing. You can know that. We, we watch matches. We do all kinds of things. But that is, not, that is not our life. Know it. What are you going to, what are you going to do when a growth starts coming? In your body. What are you going to do to it? I declare I'm healed. Yes, you declare you are healed. But by what? What has God said concerning it? Do you understand? You must have some one or two or three scriptures. Yes, one or two or three scriptures that you know that you can quote and use. Because the word of God is the surgical knife. And you must quote it to cut that thing out of your body. As a child of God. Don't say it's the pastor's responsibility. That is why people are prayed for. They don't, they, don't do, they, they don't have anything happening for them. Don't say it's the pastor's responsibility at all. God is expecting you to be able to teach it. I said Hebrews chapter, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12. Number 2. Unbelief due to unpersuadableness to act on the word. I've not touched it. I've not touched it. We'll continue. And then I'll talk about enemies of faith. Yes. Enemies. Some things to watch. I'm showing some of the things to watch. If you realize that you don't know the scriptures about it, get it. Also, don't, don't say, oh, it's, don't have general knowledge. In medicine, we have general practitioners, GPs. Eh? We have those who have general knowledge about everything. They have some knowledge concerning uh, uh, ONG, Ops and Gaini. They have some knowledge concerning, so they will do family medicine, isn't it? Something general. So that when you come, they can sort you out temporarily. But if you want real results, 
you must see a specialist, one who has specialized in that particular knowledge. You need an ONG doctor to be able to go in there and find out what is going on. Why are you bleeding and it's not stopping? A GP cannot tell. A GP cannot tell. He doesn't know. He can give you general overview, but he can't really tell you. A urologist will be able to tell you that this is what is going on. That is why your sperms are low. Yes. You'll be able, but a GP cannot tell you. Sometimes people call my wife with uh, problems. Oh, uh, Pastor Yvonne, this, I'm, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that. What should I do? She will tell them, I'm a children's doctor. <laughs> she looks after children. She has her speciali- specialization as children. And even children is can- children with cancer. Oncology. That's what she does. Children with cancer. When that one comes, she'll tell you, this one, this one, this one, let's do this, let's do that, let's do that. If a child is, uh, has a headache, it's not, it's not a problem. Anna, I, I can understand that. Sir. She can understand that, but that, I mean, it's general, it's still general. Yeah. Yeah. Looking after kids is a specialty. That's pediatrics, isn't it? Yeah. Specialty. When a child is like, yeah, what does it mean? What? <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? What? If they bring, bring your child in the hospital and the child is crying, ask a general practitioner or ask an ONG doctor. You know, you can't really tell. All the cry is the same. Eating is the same cry. Sleeping, I want to sleep, same cry. Do you understand? When he wants to eat, eat, he will cry the same way. When he wants to sleep, he will cry the same way. When he wants to poo-poo, he will cry the same way. When he has a headache, he will cry the same way. When he has a stomach problem, he will cry the same way. How do you differentiate? Pediatrics will help you know that mm, this cry, let's check this, let's check that. The baby is blue, he's yellow, he's violet, he's something. <laughs> Doctor by association. <laughs> So he wants you to be a specialist of the word. Is that too much to ask for? Your faith will not work. I tell you, unbelief, baby. Because you don't know. You don't know the scriptures. You must know it. Okay? You must know it. It is for when for the time you ought to be teachers. Same group. You are talking to the same people. Go up. You see it. Doll of hearing. Go to verse 11. Of whom we have many things to say and have to be uttered, seeing ye are dull of hearing. Have you seen it? Next verse. For when, you ought, for when for the time ye ought to be teachers, all of you were supposed to be teaching this thing, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first person of the oracles of God. And I become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Then it says, For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. For he's a babe. He's a babe. The Amplified says he's unable to talk yet. He's a babe, unable to talk yet. If you don't know the scriptures, you're a babe in the Lord. You can't talk. We need a pediatrician to check you spiritually. Because all your shouts are the same. We don't know what's going on. Said, we used to be a babe. How do you cure this unbelief? How do you cure this unbelief? Teaching. 
you need to you need to get the word. You need to, you need to be thought the word. You need to hear the word, isn't it? And I've showed you what can prevent you from hearing the word. And I've showed you what to do to be able to hear the word well. My son, attend to my word. Give attention to my word. Incline thine ears unto my saying. He was talking about this physical physical ears. Let them not depart from their, from thine eyes. He was talking about this physical eyes. But it's, it's the physical ears and the physical eyes that connects to the spiritual ears and the spiritual eyes. Then he says, keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life to those that find them. Proverbs chapter, I thought you would be showing us by now. Proverbs 4, from verse 20. Look at 20. Proverbs 4, 20. My son, attend to my words. Give attention to my words. Incline thine ear unto my saying. This physical ear. Let them not depart from thine eyes. This physical eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Your spiritual heart. For they are life to those that find them. If you don't find them, it doesn't work. You can't be a general practitioner of the word and expect it to work for you. I'm seeing some spiritual giants in the house. I'm seeing people who have the knowledge of God's word. Armed with the sword of the spirits. With which they weigh and make their way in this life and in the spirit. That is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing mighty generals of God. Love economy is full of mighty generals of the word. Whose sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, is sharp. Very sharp. With which they make their way through this life. And reign as kings by the glory of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I speak to you now. You, your spiritual dullness has ended from today. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I speak spiritual activeness. Because you know what to do now. Grace has been released upon you. Your, your life is working from henceforth. Your faith is working from henceforth. I believe, help that my own belief. The Lord has helped you in your unbelief right now. He has helped you. He has cured you of your unbelief, of a lack of the knowledge of God's word. From henceforth, the word of God will come to you and you will have understanding. You receive faith, pockets of faith. And as you act on your faith, you will have results on every side. Begin to speak in language of spirit right now. Thank God for what I shared with you. Thank God for what I shared with you. Let me show you one last verse. Can I show you one last verse? The last thing I mentioned, number one was what? Ready, isn't it? Number two was acceptance. Accepting. Number three was what? Grace inclination of mind, isn't it? Number four was what? Eagerness. Number five was what? Searching the scriptures. Number six is glorifying the word. That's number six. I nearly, I nearly left it out, but let me show it to you. Acts chapter 13. Let's read verse 42. Acts chapter 13. And when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought them that these words might be spoken to them. Go to verse 45. But when the Jews saw that the multitude saw the multitude, they were filled with envy and spake against those things which were spoken by Paul and Paul contradicting and blaspheming. Next verse. Then Paul and Barnabas was bold and said, It was necessary that the word should, be, should, should first have been spoken to you, but seeing you put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we go to the Gentiles. 
for so has the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, when the, and when the Gentiles heard this word, when they heard this word, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. How did they believe? They believed because when they heard, they were glad. And they glorified the word of God. They extolled the word of God. They celebrated the word of God. They thanked God for such a word. They heard that the, 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 the word was for them. And when they heard it, they received it with joy. That's the way to make sure your spiritual downness is cured. By receiving the word of God with joy, with excitement, with gladness. Let's read the Amplified of this. So you don't receive the word of God like this. You receive it with joy, with excitement, with celebration, with thanksgiving, giving glory to God. That's what you do. That's what you do. If you want your own belief to go, that's what you do. You celebrate God's word. You celebrate God's word. Ah, thank you, Father. When it is time, when, you see, sometimes when we finish the message and we say, let's begin to thank God for the word, everybody will be there. It shows. Do you see? It shows that you are not really interested. Maybe some other time. But when you are interested, when they say, thank God for the word. Thank you, Father, for giving me the opportunity to hear. Listen, it is not many who are opportune to hear what you are hearing. Many are not opportune to hear what you are hearing. Many, many are not. But God has been gracious to you. Gracious to you. Will you not say thank you to him? Will you not be glad for giving you the opportunity to be here? To hear these words, these glorious words that you are hearing. To hear the word of God interpreted the way it is being interpreted. Maybe you should be lost for some time to see that the word of God is important. The word that you are hearing, the type and the quality of word that you are hearing is very important. It is like when the Gentiles heard this, they rejoiced and glorified, praised and gave thanks for the word of God. They glorified, they rejoiced, they rejoiced and glorified and praised and gave thanks for the word of God. They gave thanks for the word of God. Right now, I want you to start giving thanks to the Lord. Give him thanks, give him praise, give him praise, give him thanks for the word. Now I know what to do. Now I know what to do. I know what to do. Ah, thank you, Father, for showing me that my unbelief can be cured through knowledge of God's word. Thank you for showing me how to receive God's word. I am grateful. Your sure word is my word not like as a fire. It's my word not like as a hammer. Hey, the word that pierces to the dividing of asunder of soul and spirit of joint and marrow has come to me. I'm grateful, Lord. I'm grateful, Lord. I'm grateful, Lord. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastoti podcast. Simply search for Pastoti on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's word. 
Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.